Hey, is this thing even on? Okay, good. Look, this episode of The Ryan Show FM is proudly sponsored by Beyond Equity. Are you looking for a loan? Well, look no further, Gabish. But you better pay us back, because if you don't, I'm going to find you, I'm going to drag you around, and I'm going to break both your legs. Now let's make our way to Las Vegas, okay? A bada bing. You are listening to theryanshow.net, simulcast on 98.1 FM, Urban Heat Radio, 1410 AM, every Saturday night starting 11 PM, B-Town is the new Bingtown, Captain Steve of the Hamptons, the sushi chef, like myself, and Mr. Cheeks of the Lost Boys. Man, the only place I go every Saturday night is the Ryan Show. Listen, it pops off from 11 to 12. Check us out for an hour, enjoy yourself. Listen, good music and special guests. Listen, we the best, forget the rest, man. It's 98.1. Call in, let's have some fun, right? It's the urban beat with the suburban streets. They come to meet, and every weekend it's a different DJ. So he won't play the same song that she play. Yeah, man, we mix it up to all of my fellas and chicks foot up. Hey, best believe we the new wave. Mr. Cheeks, Rob, Boogie, and Hampton Dave. Yes, you're listening to the Riot Show. Boston, Boston, this listen to my man Ryan. We coming. This is Hampton's Dave here. The it's the Ryan Show, show. Saturday this night. Listen to us on that show. urban heat. You're How are you? Hope everybody is doing well, folks. This is another live broadcast of The Ryan Show FM. But tonight's episode is a little bit different. We took a long weekend over in Las Vegas to cover the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury Part 2 fight. And oh my lord, was it filled with surprises. Not only in the ring, but outside of the ring too. I went around and got some great post and pre-fight coverage. Plus, we did a live special from the legendary Poznaland. Look, if you're into the glitz, glam, gambling, boxing, mafia, all the good stuff that comes with Las Vegas, then this episode is for you. So without further ado, let's get a crack a lackin'. This is the Las Vegas special, proudly sponsored by Beyond Equity. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are listening live to a special edition of The Ryan Show FM. Not like any other that we've ever recorded so far. Yeah, we've been to other cities, boring cities. This is the Las Vegas special. But more important than Las Vegas, we're live from Posnerland. That's right. And this show has been sponsored and brought to you by a new product. And it's going to be taking the Hamptons by storm this summer. Montauk Energy. The first energy drink 
to steal the likeness of Montauk and capitalize on it. But what's great about Montauk Energy is that it's brought to you by a dear friend of mine. You've heard you've heard him on the Ryan Show podcast before in the past. You know him as Kraftburger Chris, but now he is Montauk Energy Chris. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Montauk Energy Chris. Montauk Energy Chris. It's not your new name. You don't have Kraftburger anymore, right? There'll always be a Kraftburger, bro. I mean, look, <laughs> legendary Kraftburger. To all of the fans out there listening right now, Chris is the, is the sponsor of this trip. So we want to thank you. We wouldn't be in Las Vegas if it weren't for you and your company, uh, you know, helping us out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. We got a lot of uh, exciting things going on, Ryan. All seriously. I'm having a little fun, but seriously. Yeah, Montauk Energy, uh, we're going to be coming out with a couple of different products. Uh, Montauk H2O, which is more of a CBD water brand. Um, you know, uh, tomorrow you'll be meeting one of my business partners. Uh, he's got the show Tanked, okay, Animal Planet. Uh, you meet Wade King himself. Uh, he'll tell you a little bit more what we're doing. Big and, T's a big fan of that show. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love it. Now, very, very important. Before we go any further, it was very rude of me to pass over this. We brought somebody special, or he, he brought himself. I shouldn't say oh, yeah. we brought him out here. But you've heard the stand-up comedian on The Ryan Show week in and week out. He's had his own segment. He's mentioned in the bio of the show, the one and only Big T is in the building. What up? What up? How you doing, brother? I guess, uh, you know, I'm in Las Vegas. I'm in Posner land. Of course, of I'm course. I'm down on my money, but I'm up on the drugs. I'm feeling nice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a good feeling. And uh, and we have one other guest to introduce in this, uh, in this introduction for the episode, a young legend. Some call him a local celebrity. I call him the young goat. Sunglasses on inside at all times. The one and only Mark Anthony Posner joins us for the first time ever on the Ryan Show FM. Real estate agent Van Wilder. Of uh, the University of Las Vegas. Give it up. Give a round of applause, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please, please, no more applause. Really keep it coming. I deserve it. A local celebrity and all. Um, Ryan, it's great, great to be here. I'm having a great time with you guys. So, so the viewers at home, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little. Are we on FM right now? I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little effed up right now because we had a wild, wild weekend. Uh, we didn't sleep in 48 hours. You do the math. Um, we had a great freaking time, though. And now I, I, I just got to meet my boy, Big T, who, I mean, the guy, he he's the funniest guy I've ever been in my life. I'm sorry, Kraftburger, though. I mean, he, he just cracks me the freak up. You know, we got to be PC. We're on FM. So we're going to be PC and say freak instead of the other one. I know that upsets you at being a Trump. Well, you were at the Trump rally, right, this weekend? Oh, my God, yes. Yes, sir, I was. Make America great again. Oh, man, you're going to upset a lot of our listeners. Let me tell you, Mark Anthony. I mean, you have quite... You're going to lose a lot of views. <laughs> <laughs> we're in quite the mansion right now here at Posner Land. So I want to thank you for letting us host this uh, FM radio broadcast out of the legendary Posner Land right here in Las Vegas with a very rich history behind it. It's my pleasure, Ryan. We love doing it. The set Everyone out there listening... Second, Ryan called and said, we want to do a show at Pogland. It was done deal, set in stone, and we made this, we made this place pop it, all right? Oh, yeah. Best of the best. Oh, yeah, and, and, and I, I, I'm not going to deny or confirm that, you know, Jimmy Hoff is buried under Pogland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not going to deny it. You know, you, you don't know. So. This guy's a loony bin. <laughs> there's, like I mentioned earlier, there's a, there's a history behind Posnerland. Tell us a little bit more about the actual building. I learned that it's not, it wasn't always owned by the Posners. Who had the place before? So, well, there's a couple Posner lands, but the one we're in right now, 
uh, was previously owned by an artist. His name was Michael Goddard. He's a big type. Have you ever seen the dancing olives or the strawberries or you know the, the martinis, all that, all that good stuff out there? That was him. We got it from him, and uh, uh, really, it's really not that cool of a story that we had a famous artist that lived here before, and now it's freaking I think Land, which is way I think, better. I think your father's story was different. Your father mentioned something about Disney's sons. Oh no, no, no! They Disney built the movie theater room in here for them because they had. I mean, what do you have? Loaded. They spent. Absurd amount of money. There's so many. There's so much memorabilia everywhere around this place. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. there's a, there's a bicycle outside. It's like one of those old school bike carriages that was owned by Corn. Yeah, it's a lead singer Corn's backstage bike, um, or was now it's ours. But um, uh, we we collect things. We like cool stuff. You don't know? forget, we don't forget the big everyone, the big everyone, gummy bear. The big gummy bear downstairs. Big gummy bear. I don't have a big gummy bear. What's that green thing? That's I got there. a giant MTV two dog. What's the what's the cool. thing downstairs in the basement? I just told you a giant MTV dog. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yep. green one, the green one. Same thing. So, <laughs> I see this Betty. All this stuff you guys collected, all of it, or a lot of it was here when you guys moved in. Uh, so like the Coca Cola room, the fifties diner, a lot of it, most of it was left here. Like Betty Boop, we brought her, you know, and okay. you know some other stuff like the thing that says our last name on it. We brought that. They weren't like psychics, and uh, but yeah, that, we, yeah. We, we our house. My friends call it. They call it the museum. You know, because there's so much stuff. Oh, yeah. you and know, but. L- listeners out there, you can check out our Instagram and check out our YouTube at The Ryan Show and see exactly what it is we're talking about. This there is, is video footage yeah, up this, there. This it's is like, Happy Days, baby. It's, it's like happy. a Happy Days like diner, happy right? Days. It's the oh, yeah. old school Coca-Cola, uh, yeah. Coca-Cola bottles like you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. The Rival right on the wall there, the Pepsi Cola cap. Um, just, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. But then outside, I see the llama, the stuffed llama out there. What's the story behind that? Who has a, a dead llama in their house? The the llama was actually some uh, some dude won the lottery, and he was buying a bunch of random crap. And I don't even I don't know if I should like say it on air, but he got like his baby llama killed and like brought into the country. You know I didn't I, I, don't, I don't know any, you know any logistics behind it. Whatever. Long story short, he lost he lost all of his freaking money and it went to auction. And of course we bought it because who wouldn't want to buy really cool looking stuff llama? We got a stuffed llama, we got a bobcat, and we got a giant marlin out there. And they were all caught right here in the main streets of Vegas. I gotta tell ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And uh, I want to give a big thank you to your father, Lance, as well. Lance, I mean, you have such a crazy family history too. Legends oh, yeah. in their own right. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. We can leave that to Google. Yeah, we'll leave that to Google. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord Posnerland Yes Legendary And the Hamptons That connection is going to be made this summer Like you said Chris We got a lot of lanes that we're building in A lot of big things happening Uh, The trip itself is brought to you by Montauk Energy But we have somebody else in here that I want to give a quick Before we get started Because this is a party here tonight This is a party from Posnerland We have the fight coverage peppered into tonight's episode You guys saw me running around uh, the weigh-ins. I had the microphone holding it up. I was doing an NPR-esque documentary-style coverage of the fight between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. So I went around the mean streets of Vegas interviewing random people. We found out who they thought was going to win. And, uh, well, we all know what happened. Very surprising, right? At least according to most of the people, as you're going to find out as we, uh, you know, move along in the night. Um, I lost 100 bucks. Lost 100 bucks? Big T, did you win or lose money on that fight? Uh, I had 1,000 on the draw. A thousand on the draw. Mm. Yeah, lost. But I won for the night. That's why I laid a thousand on the freaking draw, plus 20 to one. He does well. He does well with his sports gambling. It's a good thing. I was up all night on the tables these last weekend until, you know, 
the last like 10 hours, you know, when you go to wee hours in the morning, you get delusional. I feel like so you don't know what the hell you're playing anymore. But, I, hey. I lost. I was, looking, lose some. I was looking for a nice we'll gypsy. Again. I was looking for a nice gypsy girl to settle down with in the casino. Not one gypsy in sight. They don't even support the heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury. Englishmen. Goddamn gypsies. Bunch of English. Goddamn gypsies. It was the, one of the Can craziest. On FM? Can we say God and damn? I think you say God and damn. You, can't, bash, you can't gypsy bash, though. Oh, you can't gypsy? Is that? No. Gy- you can't say the G word? It's a hate crime. PC. Whole bunch of Trump boys sitting around in the studio. I'm excited to be playing this documentary later. We actually got interviews with Paul Wall. We ended up asking Paul Wall his opinion on the fight. Shouts to Coop the Savage, who trailed around with me. Coop was with me during this trip as our, I guess, playing the role of assistant, walking around with the camera. Um, so, yeah, we've got a lot of good stuff coming tonight, but we want to bring up Taylor. Taylor Dean, you see him in our advertisements all the time, and he's got a tie to Posner Land, too, believe it or not. You, if anybody that's a viewer of the Ryan Show News, all of those great Mac Daddy articles, Kevin Blakicki sports articles, you see a guy smiling with a guitar, and he's telling you in this ad that you will learn how to play the guitar in a mere seven days. And a lot of people have asked me, they said, Ryan, is that BS? How can you possibly learn the guitar in, is it seven or seven weeks? It's seven weeks, Sorry, to be fair. It's be seven fair. weeks, um, and I say one thing, muscle memory. All right, Google That's it. Exactly Another right. thing to Google. That's exactly right. So tell us more about your company music, Matchy. So uh, a lot of people, if you're trying to learn guitar out there right now, a lot of people are wasting a ton of time trying to go through YouTube and uh, you know looking at videos of random guys in their mom's basement trying to teach you guitar. Uh, and, and it just doesn't work. People waste years of time. So, uh, you know, this program is out there to help people learn through science. Okay. Science. <laughs> so that's <laughs> the difference. Memory. Cause you mentioned that's these the YouTube videos. Like I've learned how to play a lot of songs, like piano songs on the, on, uh, you know, YouTube, just going to YouTube yeah. and figuring it out and yeah. memorizing it. I guess it is muscle exactly. memory in a sense. It is. It's what every musician has to learn how to do if you actually want to play. So if you're, you know, wasting a bunch of time out there, uh, you're, you're probably just practicing wrong and, and learning the wrong way. You can actually learn through muscle memory, which is uh, kind of like the secret weapon to actually being able to, to play guitar. So you piano. can literally teach muscle memory through your program. That's it. It all just comes down to practicing the right way. And, and can you, is, do we have to buy the program to find out? Can you give us a little bit of a nope, understanding? You can, you can get started for free. Uh, you can uh, head over to musclememoryguitar.com. And uh, totally get started for free if you're, you know, out there, you're having problems like changing chords, you know, if you're just not making as much progress, if you're sick of the YouTube videos, uh, give it a try. It's the fastest possible way to learn. And this is great for any music producers out there that are listening, anyone that wants to uh, make a song. Everybody wants to be a rapper, but you need producers, right? So there's no better way to get started than learn how to play the guitar through muscle memory. Exactly. It's the fastest way, and then you can do whatever you want with it. If you're a producer, you yeah, write put, music. Listen, put, put, down the, put down the video game. All right? the, gu- the, the guitar. Yeah, the guitar, no, no guitar, uh, guitar hero. Yeah, no guitar hero, man. Get the real thing over time. here. You know? <laughs> really, right? Like all those I mean, kids really. that wasted countless hours on stupid guitar hero. I mean, come on. At least that rock band one you practiced singing. That one made a little bit more sense. Yeah. You learn how to sing, right? But anyway. Uh, well, well, I well, suck at guitar hero, by the way. We want to give them yeah. that pro. You're bad at guitar hero, and you can play real guitar. I can play real guitar. Uh, That's real guitar. what I'm saying. Is exactly. <laughs> so all that being said, we need to know where to go and buy this product. Where, what website? One more time. And what's the? Uh, isn't it a special thing now for the Ryan Show? Absolutely. It's been yeah. changed. It's <laughs> it's been changed. There's a new way to go about it. <laughs> the Ryan Show yes. listeners get all the cool stuff. Uh, but you can head over to MuscleMemoryGuitar.com and you can get started for free. All right. And if it takes you seven months, you get a refund, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> sure enough, Cranberry Chris, yeah. you know he's going to try to scheme something. So, uh, so uh, anything? Oh, and your Instagram. Let's plug the Instagram really quick Instagram too. Instagram is Music Matcher. Uh, so that is uh, uh, Matcher without an E. M A T C H R. That's the big important thing to remember. Music Matcher. All music education. Piano, guitar, drums, bass, anything you guys want. All right. So there you go. Future producers learn early, and we've got a party ahead of us tonight. Yeah, we've got a documentary for you guys, but we've got a party because we're in Las Vegas at Posnerland. So I think it's time that we get this party started. And we're going to go right now to the documentary, the pre-fight coverage in our adventure right here in Las Vegas. We've got some great interviews peppered in. Peter Rosenberg uh, from the Michael K Show. Fun fact, I listen to that show nearly every day. Sometimes I go into my car and drive. I know I can get it in t- on my cell phone, but I'm an idiot. I somehow managed to go into the car and go somewhere. I just listen to the Michael K Show still. And uh, who else do we get? We got Paul Wall. We got uh, Coop. Help me out here. We we, we got we, Booker T. Booker T. Yeah. Yeah, we got quite a few people, quite a few cameos that you're going to hear in this next part, and also uh, just the, a bunch of angry. The, the stripper, Englishmen. the stripper from Sapphire. We got strippers on here. Oh yeah, we got a lot of strippers. We got strippers on here, but but uh, most importantly, just a group of degenerate Irishmen that did prophesize it. They were correct. So, uh, yeah, let's get to it. A little bit of music, the documentary. This is The Ryan Show FM, the Las Vegas special, and we are covering Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, part two, part three in the works. Let's get it going. Okay. Yo, Rockin', what's up? Yo, I'm doing the knowledge, E, man. I'm trying to get paid in full. Well, check this out. Since Norby Walters is our agency, right? True. Carol Lewis is our agent. Word up. Zakia and Fourth and Broadway is our record company. Indeed. Okay, so who we rolling with then? We rolling with Rush. Our Rush Town Management. So check this out. Since we talking over this deaf beat right here that I put together, I want to hear some of them deaf rhymes. You know what I'm saying? And together, we can get paid in full. 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 of a master plan this ain't nothing but sweat inside my hand so i dig into my pocket all my money spent so i could deep up still coming up for lint so i start my mission leave my residence thinking how could i get some dead presidents i need money i used to be a stick up kid so i think of all the devious things i did i used to roll up this is a hole up ain't nothing funny stop smiling we still don't nothing move but the money but now i learn to earn cause i'm righteous I feel great, so maybe I might just search for a nine to five. If I strive, then maybe I stay alive. So I walk up the street, whistling this, feeling out of place, cause man, do I miss a pen and a paper, a stereo, a taper. Me and Eric being a nice big plate of fish, which is my favorite dish. But without no money, it's still a wish. Cause I don't like to dream about getting paid. So I dig into the books of the rhymes that I made. So now to test to see if I got pulled. Hit the studio, cause I'm paid in full. Akim, check this out. Yo, you go to your girl's house and I go to mine, cause my girl is definitely mad cause it took us too long to do this album. Yo, I hear what you're saying, so let's just pump the music up and count our money. Yo, but check this out, yo, Eli, turn the bass down and just let the beat keep on rocking. And we outta here. Yo, what happened to peace? Peace, 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 peace.
episode. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Fight hard, fight clean, good luck. Deontay Wilder says Tyson Fury has to be perfect for the whole fight. He only has to be perfect for one second. Tyson Fury says he is living in Deontay Wilder's head. Rent free. Wilder, and there it goes with the left hand Fury down. Deontay Wilder needs to close the show out. I believe so, and we all believe so. We don't know how the judges see him, but I have to imagine Tyson Fury's ahead of this fight. Now, you all heard the results of the last fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. But what was going to happen this time? The rematch, long anticipated. Tyson Fury switched up his trainer. Deontay Wilder put on what, 20 pounds? Came in weighing the heaviest that he ever did. So I took it upon myself to fly into Las Vegas and see what the people there thought. And I ran into a few of them that were quite notable, including fellow broadcaster Peter Rosenberg. Houston hip-hop legend Paul Wall, baby, and Wade King from the hit Animal Planet show Tanked, just to name a few. Also a few fired-up Englishmen. I was around the Deontay Wilder camp all weekend, thanks to our boy Classic, who you'll hear me interview later on in the evening. They're saying that this is easily the most anticipated heavyweight boxing match since Mike Tyson last fought. And you can tell the energy around the MGM Grand was just insane. Celebrity after celebrity walking in through the lobby. It looked like the entire United Kingdom showed up to support this fight. I've never seen anything like it. There were definitely more British or English people or gypsies. I don't know what they were around the MGM when I was in there than Americans. That was probably what surprised me most was the lack of American support for our fighter. But after how close the last fight was... It really seemed to be up in the air as to who was going to win the fight. So I looked for the most passionate boxing fans that I could and, uh, and asked them a few questions. Let's hear what they had to say. Ryan Verdell, host of The Ryan Show FM, reporting live from the MGM in Las Vegas. And I'm looking for the most passionate, fired up boxing fans that I can. Let's see what we can find. So, so who are you and where are you from, sir? I'm from Denver, Colorado, bro. I heard you screaming Bomb Squad down the hall. So, uh, Bomb Squad! Yep, yep, yep. Predictions for the fight. When is he going to get knocked out, Mr. Tyson Fury, that is? Uh, I don't know, bro. Mr. I said Mr. Tyson Fury. When is he going to get knocked I don't want to be. I don't know. If I know you're bro. Deontay fan. Fury's a good-ass boxer, bro, so I'm not really sure, but hopefully Wilder can do it. I got 200 bucks on him. So. I love that unbiased opinion, honestly. That's great. That's great. I'll tell you who you won't get an unbiased opinion from is from every one of these drunken Englishmen around here. I don't know if you've seen this, but it's scary. Yeah, I was sitting in there at the weigh-in with him, bro, so yeah. Psychos. I got respect for both, dude. I mean, Fury can box, dude. Definitely. He's a fighter. Yes, sir. So. Bomb squad. 
And it was at this moment that I saw a pack of rowdy Englishmen rush towards the weigh-in and decided it would only be right that I followed them and got their drunken opinions. So you really think he's going to oh, knock out Deontay? Day, after the day, no one else would talk about Deontay Wilder. You know, you, know, you know the bomb is going to get detonated. Don't worry about you know that. The bomb squad's Don't a big wanker, a big prick. Some very strong opinions from the Englishmen down at the MGM. Very confident in their guy, Tyson Fury. But what did the fans inside the actual weigh-in have to say? Not just the drunks at the bar. Let's find out. Let the people know. Uh, first off, who are you? Where are you from? Yeah, I'm Bruce. Uh, Bruce Lojack at Lojack 253 here, here at the weigh-in representing uh, Tacoma, Seattle, Washington. And that's not all you're representing. I heard you screaming bomb squad. That's right. We represent Deontay. Deontay is the real deal. And if anybody don't think I've been following boxing since Ali and Deontay is what, 43-0 and 0 with about 41, 42 knockouts? You don't get no better than that unless your name Floyd Mayweather. So let me ask you this, Deontay Wilder in his prime versus Mike Tyson in his prime, who wins? Uh, I gotta go with Tyson because he's a lot shorter and I think he'll get at him. Plus he's a New York City boy. <laughs> Shouts to New York City, thank you very much sir. Vanessa and I'm from London. Vanessa from London, so I assume you're here to, to watch Deontay Wilder whoop ass on Tyson Fury. Yeah, I'm here. I was down actually for a hen party, but then it occurred that this was on and we were like, oh my God, how did we make this work so well? So yeah, we're staying. <laughs> so you weren't even here for the fight? No, because we booked this hen party last year when the fight wasn't even announced. It was, me it was meant to be. It was. I, I mean, you can tell just by the vote up on that screen. It said 69% of the people in this arena were in favor of Tyson Fury. And we're not even overseas. We're in America right now. So what do you attribute to that? Do you think it's Britain's love for boxing or they, the, the love that America has for Tyson Fury in this arena? I think that there's a lot of love for Tyson Fury, mainly from the English. Um, I'm not too sure how many Americans actually love him. That's my opinion right now. I don't know if tomorrow loads of Americans are going to make their way down, drive down. If that's the case, I'm good for that. But I'd like to see a lot more Americans here because it'll make it exciting for me. I'm kind of surprised with the lack of Americans around here right now, right? It seems like mostly everybody is from the United Kingdom. But hey, I, I guess you're right at home then, right? Yeah. Really quick, what are your predictions for the fight? Who's going to win and when? Oh, when? Uh, I think Fury's going to win. I'd like to see it go quite a few rounds just for some more entertainment, obviously. Uh, so let's say round seven. Round seven. All right. So I guess we'll find out. Thank you very much. Anything you'd like to plug? Would you like any Instagram uh, plug right now? Why not? On the radio. Oh. Uh, I'm VanessaHR.Yoga on Instagram. Find me there, check me out. <laughs> and you heard it here first. Vanessa predicted that Tyson Fury would knock out Deontay Wilder in round seven. 
at the weigh-ins. And it was at this point that I managed to sneak my way into the press room to get some great interviews with a few familiar voices on radio and an ever so controversial boxer. Let's hear what they had to say. I'm here with radio legend Peter Rosenberg. That's right, big words, but hey, I listen to this guy every day on sports radio. He's got me more into sports than ever. And I need his professional opinion here on the Ryan Show FM. So, Peter, who do you have winning the fight tomorrow night? Uh, I am going to pick um, Deontay Wilder in the eighth round. Whatever people say around, I find it to be completely arbitrary, but I'm doing it also. Um, and I just picked the eighth because I feel that um, it'll take him time to find his shot, but at some point he'll find it. Um, and I think he gets to win this time. I, I, listen, I think Tyson Fury is the better boxer, um, but I think Deontay Wilder just has a one-punch knockout ability with one hand that's remarkable. So I, I think Wilder will catch him, and uh, that will be that. All right. While we have him here, I know that this isn't here for sports. We might as well hit him with a hip-hop question. So of all the up-and-coming artists, both of us, we listen to, to the golden era of hip-hop mostly. I know from listening to you on the radio. But of all these new artists, who do you think uh, takes the cake for you right now, your number one artist? Let's say ages 15 to 30. Oh, that's a big, that's that's a big, a big, that's that's a big, big wide range. So... Um, there's a good amount of stuff that falls in that category that I like. Um, takes the cake, number one. So you want you want younger than like the the, the kings of the of the business right now. Exactly. You younger than me, thirty and under. And who do you? I should rephrase this. Who do you listen to? Thirty at the most, thirty and younger. DJ John, who do I listen to most? Thirty and under. Um, I don't know. Um, it's a it's a wide range. I would say commercially. Um, I like the baby. Um, I think he's a lot of fun. You know, I, I don't think he's I don't think he's re rewriting rap as we know it, but I, I think he's dope with it. Um, I like, of, of course, I love a lot of stuff out of New York, um, pro era. Um, R.I.P. Pop Smoke. I really thought that um, he was doing something different. You know, that, that's like that's all I'm ever looking for. Is like it's not necessarily ever going to be exactly my speed anymore. Some of it maybe, but not a ton. Um, I love IDK, by the way. Shout out to IDK. But um, Pop Smoke was special and different. That's one of the things that makes this so sad. His own voice and his own sound, and that's what's so hard to develop these days when everybody's doing the same thing and everybody has access to the same equipment. We got to lay back on air. No, no. I'm just doing an interview on a radio show at the same time. I'm fine. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with you 100%, and that is what one of the things beyond the obvious just tragedy of the Pop Smoke situation, the thing that does make it, he did have such a unique sound. The producers he was working with, you know, took what was happening in London, made it better here. So, R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Thank you. Appreciate you, Peter. Thanks, Peter, for letting me interrupt your broadcast of the Michael K. Show. I believe that's what they were recording. It was on Vegas time. It was a little confusing. Next, I ran into Big Tigger, another legendary radio DJ who's got his own show, The Big Tigger Show. Be sure to check it out. Let's hear what Big Tigger had to say. Reporting live from Wilder Fury 2, I'm with Tigger, and I want to know... For your prediction of the fight, how is it going to end? I think it'll be a technical knockout. Fury showed something to me by getting up twice, <laughs> but he didn't get caught flush. So, I mean, either he's, I still think it'll be like the ref might have to stop it because somebody's wobbly, and I think it'll be Tyson Fury that's wobbly. All right, and this is one of the more popular fights in a very long time. What do you see the future of boxing in America looking like with the rise of MMA and all these other combat sports? I mean, MMA is its own little thing right now. There are people who love both and one who like one and hate the other. Um, I think whatever, you know, pick your poison, whatever you like, whatever you enjoy. But boxing, it, 
you know, we haven't had a real good heavyweight situation in a while, and that's always been the gas to the, to the car of boxing. Uh, now we're developing that. It looks like it's on the return and on the rise. A lot more, a lot more attention to be paid to boxing. That we have like some really viable, entertaining heavyweights in the in, in, the, in the weight division. So I think if, if this fight goes the way it should be, really entertaining, like a fight, fight, um, and then the next couple of fights, I think I think the popularity of boxing could return to its its all time high Ooh, of the past. Big words. All right. Also, back to the future of boxing. Who do you think? I don't want to say the next Deontay Wilder, but who's the next big name in heavyweight boxing in America? Next big heavyweight? I can't say that I know the division that well, but I, I, I would like to see this Joshua Wilder fight. I mean, everybody, everybody wants to see it. We want to see if it's what's real and what's not. We want to see that. So hopefully Deontay handles his business. I don't know how that all the business got to get worked out, but I really would be looking forward to a Wilder Joshua fight. You um, and everybody else, yeah. honestly. This is it. This is what we want to see. So if you guys are watching, any promoters, make that happen thank you and there you have it tigger huge boxing fan making a pretty reasonable decision uh or so it seemed at the time and the next guy i found was later escorted by the las vegas pd out of the building apparently he was trespassing at the mgm one of the illest fighters in the game right now the ever so controversial adrian broner let's hear what he had to say and we are live, the Ryan Show FM, with the one and only Adrian Broner. Who do you got for the fight Saturday night? Uh, Deontay. What's going to happen? What's the outcome of this fight? I think he knocked him out sixth to eighth round. Sixth to eighth round? Yeah. All right. And uh, I got to ask this, too. I do a show with Mr. Cheeks in New York City, Mr. Cheeks of the Lost Boys. And we need to know who's your favorite MC in New York City. Right now, A Boogie. A Boogie with a hoodie. Yeah, his new, his new, uh, his new CD is fire. All right, and your favorite group, your favorite rap group to come out anywhere, anywhere right now. The Ryan Show FM, real boxing, always, let's go. And it was at this time that I decided to leave the media room and stop back into my room to switch equipment. And boy, was I surprised when I walked into our presidential suite. Once again, shouts to Beyond Equity for going above and beyond with providing us with this presidential suite uh, over at the Rio. So I make my way back to the Rio Hotel, and sure enough, in the room is the star of the hit series Tanked on Animal Planet, Wade King, who also happens to be friends with Kraftburger Chris. So I sat down for a few minutes and got to ask him a few things. Let's hear what he had to say. All right, and so I just walked into the hotel room fresh off the streets of Vegas covering this fight, and uh, wow, what a surprise. In the room here happens to be the star of Tanked, Wade King. What's happening? And Wade, how you doing, man? What are you doing in the room, first of all? Just hanging out with the right people. Kraftburger Chris, huh? There you go, Ryan. I guess we all have the same ties after all. Yep. So what do you think? Who's going to win this fight tonight? I don't know. I think it's, you know, it's going to do good, 50-50. So, you know, if you take one side, someone hates you, you take the other side. So I'm right in the middle. I, I root for them both. You're not going to go for the American? Well, you know, if let's say you didn't put the good time in. You know, you didn't really hustle it out. He doesn't deserve it. You know, so whoever really puts the good time in deserves it. May the best man win, as they say. Uh, so, I mean, it's been how long now since uh, Tanked has been on Animal Planet? Oh, uh, we've been filming for over about 11 years. 11 years. And that's how many seasons? Because you guys split it, right? Two seasons a year? Yeah, the, the network does things a lot of differently. Yeah. You know, so sometimes, you know, we, we put on 20 shows an hour a show. I know we don't have much time right now, but there are a few things, basic questions that I have. Your slogan is you guys can make anything that you dream of, right? If somebody dreams it, you guys can make it. If you it. can dream it, we can build it. Has there been a nightmare? Has there been anything just too crazy for you guys to 
actually put together. All right, so someone dreams of a tank, and you know they might have a budget, say, of a hundred grand, and so it's out there, but it might take two hundred thousand to build it. So that's the only reason why we wouldn't build it. So money's the only thing that can hold you guys back. Correct. So that being said, what is the most insane tank that you guys have ever been ever built? Uh, we've done 10,000 tanks worldwide. We did like uh, Dwight Howard, Tracy Morgan, Shaq, you know. Who are the craziest tank of each one that you've built? Well, each one's different. We did a church in Dallas. It's called IBOC. It took two and a half years to build. It was four and a half million dollars. Wow. So how many fish does that hold? Well, if you got little fish, you can hold 100,000. I guess it depends. Well, they got sharks in there? Like, yeah, he yeah. has all different species of Jesus. sharks. Yeah. But sharks, there's 440 species. Yeah. There's only a few that we recommend for an aquarium. That's insane. So are there any fish that you don't recommend for the aquarium? There's a lot out there, there yes. Yeah. So, what, so, so yeah. there, there are some fish that you won't mess with. There are some well, that you, are off. You know, you have great white shark. Yeah. You don't want to put that kind of fish in a tank. It, it can be done, though. If it's big enough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Do you think you could ever take on something that crazy someday if they pay enough money? Well, we, you know, we build a lot of big things. We do, you know, the Bass Pros, the Cabela's. We do SeaWorld. So those large tanks that, you know, are in public that they can go see and stuff. So some of the animals get hurt out in the, you know, wild and they'll end up dying. So you get those species and bring them and help them. That's really good. So what other endeavors do we have going on besides just the show? We have tons of things going on. You know, we have, um, I have a beautiful water unit for the house that gives you purified water. Um, we have a grow house so you can grow tomatoes and stuff in your house we have all different avenues we're moving to a new location here in vegas the tours come in we have the hats the shirts the memorabilia so there's so much stuff that you can actually get and see and when you come down there a lot of times we are there we can do portraits pictures autographs and you know we like to educate a lot of people all right so what do we got 2020 what do we have to look forward to um, well, 2020, we got two new shows we're planning on. Two right new now. shows, correct? So, wow. congrats. Um, we'll release them soon. You know, we're going to be in a new location. Can we announce who it's through? Who's distributing the show? Um, they're, they're major networks. So major networks. Correct. Okay. And we're going to do our own YouTube channel. Which you got to in this day and age. Sure. Why not? Right. Yeah, and then you know it's more freely. You can do whatever you want. You can have the client on there, celebrities and so stuff. So what's like going to be different? What are you going to add to your YouTube channel that they can't see on the major networks? You, you have a chance to show more. You have a chance to educate. The kids can see the filtration the life support we want to educate so they understand you just don't want to buy a fish tank and not know how to take care of it so we want to be able to like a five-year-old can take care of it the moms can take care of it years ago they were headaches so we have a platinum line tank that's coming out it's already out but it's all over and that's a tank that's self-contained and we're going to do some little videos and you know how to teach and stuff like that and you'll see them on youtube and stuff Ooh, all right all right last question we're on a lot of hip-hop stations out there do we have any rappers that are going to be buying any big-ass fish tanks for, from you this year? We have some real big guys out there that already notified us. We already spoke with them, and they're ready to go. Oh, man. No, you can't name drop yet? Well, I don't like to do that yet. All right, we got to wait. We Money can't... in the bank, you don't talk. Uh, exactly. the bank. Can't count those eggs before they hatch. But, you got it. Yo, thanks for pulling up. I mean, I should say you're already in here, but uh, thanks for giving us the uh, fight prediction. We'll see what happens. Yes. And uh, any last words for the fine fans of the Ryan Show FM? Um, keep listening. You'll see a lot of good stuff and educated, and it's one of the best shows. Thanks for joining us, folks. Let's get back to this fight coverage. Flash forward Saturday night. It is finally time for the long-anticipated rematch. Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury Part 2. I mean, we all know what happened, but why don't we listen to a little bit of an audio recap of the fight. Wilder Fury 2. Here we go. Tyson Fury throwing the left hook before right hand, and the right hand goes right on the top of the head. Deontay saying, what happened? 
Well, that's the shot that Tyson Fury's been trying to land this whole fight. His physical stature, it belies his skill and his nimbleness. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Down his score. A body shot to Wilder. And he's looking for the spot. Hits him to the body. And Fury looks like if he lands a good punch, Deontay will go down. He's definitely he, doesn't look What was he just doing with his tongue right there? He said, I want to taste blood. Fury did it. None of his corner mates are telling him to keep his hands up, which is important. And another head-snapping jab from Tyson Fury. We always talk about how Deontay Wilder has the ultimate eraser. But you have to be able to execute on it. He is the winner by way of technical knockout. He is still the undefeated lineal heavyweight champion and the new WBC heavyweight champion of the world, the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. I'm with Houston legend Paul Wall. Very honored to meet you, but more importantly, we just witnessed a real upset tonight. Man. According to me as an American. It was a great fight. Great fight definitely was an upset. A, a lot of us Americans for sure would expect the Wilder to win. But you know, I like I say, I'm looking forward to part three. Where that part three at, man? The trilogy. So who do you got for the trilogy? I mean, it's, it's definitely tough to call, but I mean, I, I still got Wilder just because he's that beast. Even up until the time they called the fight, I was just thinking to myself, all it takes is one punch. Even if just a little luck or something, and he got that type of power in him too. That he got, he definitely got the power to where you catch you. That a true knockout fight. artist, and it's good to see heavyweight boxing get the respect yeah. that it deserves again. And uh, one more thing, uh, I really enjoy that new track with Static and Benny the Butcher. Looking forward to seeing some more work. Do we got some more work coming our way for the with uh, with uh, Static and Benny? Yeah, man. Me and Benny got a, a few songs together, um, and of course, Static. We 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 think we're talking about another project, so we might have another give thanks to or some another project coming for sure, man. Big shout out Static Select on my boy, man. Big shout out to Paul Wall, an extremely nice guy, and killed that show during the after party, a big weed event that we went to in Las Vegas. But I think it's time that we get back to our regular scheduled programming. Who do you think would win a rematch? Part 3, a trilogy. Let us know in the comments. Check us out on the Ryan Show FM on Twitter. Tell us what you think. And it's time to get back to Posnerland. We'll see you in a few. Gabish? It's the Ryan Show! And we have returned. Wow, what a documentary. Are we listening to NPR or is this the Ryan Show FM? Behind the scenes footage from... What do you guys think? Was it the most disappointing fight if you're a Deontay Wilder fan ever? No, I was just dealing with some domestic violence in the relationship I was in. So <laughs> that was a little worse. But uh, this is second place. <laughs> <laughs> Broke and my heart. I, I know earlier you were actually in this uh, documentary, Mark Anthony. You lost 100 bucks on that fight. I did. I did. That's why it broke my heart. Oh, my God. But you know what? The party's going on, so we don't even need to... Enough about the Deontay Wilder fight. We're at Posnerland right now, and Big T just mentioned off the air that this really should be a reality TV show, to put cameras all around here. I mean, I don't know. Is it like this every night over here? Uh, Every night, that's a, that's a push. You know, we're still normal people when we're out here, but it's like this pretty much... 75% of the time, you know, I mean, the house is always open, always people running in and out. My Are we on FM? We're on FM radio, Mark Anthony. Oh, man, you FMers. Um, my freaking family, there's they're way more entertaining. I'm telling you, the Kardashians ain't got sheet on us. You know, I mean. You might be right. No, no, we're for sure, I'm for sure. 
Am I allowed to be like be mean on here? You yeah. can say whatever you want. That's solid. That's there was a bunch of hairy, ugly chicks and got a bunch of surgery and laser surgery and became hot and had really big booties and then they freaked Ray J and uh, and you know they, they, there's nothing cool about them at all. There's nothing. Do you like them? I do. I like the Kardashians. No, I like Kanye West. But it's minus points. I he's mean, a character. Kanye's Con- a, a character. He's a character. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, shout out. Con- Scott Disick, my man. But enough about, oh, enough about the, the Lord idiot. Be with you. Yeah, the Lord. <laughs> Lord. Well, well, it's funny you bring up Scott Disick. You have connections to the Hamptons, too. Pos- I, I live there. There's well, not just Posner land here. There's Posner land over the Hamptons. And, uh, dude, I say it all the time. You're kind of like the Van Wilder of Las Vegas, right? So you're the president of the fraternity? or you're? I was. You I, I'm an alumni now. But you still like run this shit. I see these kids around here working for you. How does this still? <laughs> you like this frat kids on call? You're like the leader of the pack, man. What's so? You got like look, look. You got to be a giver. You got to be a partier. You got to be a leader. You know, you got if you can balance partying and leading. Oh my god, you got you got loyal followers. You know, I gave a lot to the fraternity when I was active in it. I mean, I was the president, treasurer, a handful of other positions. It was great. Uh, I had so much fun. I did five years of that, you know, graduating six years, four-year degree. But, you know, average rate at UNLV is uh, uh, six and a half years. No degree? Six and a half years because everyone, they turn 21, go to the nightlife, and they make a bunch of money in the clubs and whatever. So so I'm slightly above average, basically. Six years, six and a half. Average, slightly above average. Story of my life. It's great, though, because slightly above average gets you get going you know i mean like you said you learn how to balance out the partying with being responsible and getting things done and you'll get people following you and it's crazy because everybody takes you very very serious you got like 10 of these kids following you around you do real estate what are some of the other ventures that you're into because it's not all partying people hear you on here and they think wow this guy's crazy all he does is turn up for for the real estate part of it um i got four of my boys getting licensed right now that's i'm starting that team and i'm also starting the real estate retirement team where i'm actually uh, recruiting all the retiring agents that don't know how to work the MLS, you know, computers, any of that stuff. Basically, they just got to sign on, hang their license with my team. I'll pay their uh, uh, yearly fees to keep their license. And they give me a name and a number. I close the deal. I'll give them 50-50. These old people, they work hard for their, you know, they work 40, 50 years in Vegas. You know everybody. You know, they're bringing big deals. They want to sit back, relax, retired. Give you a name and number. They get 50-50 and everyone's happy. Hey, makes sense. The Las Vegas ambassador, Mark Anthony Posner. And I was saying this earlier. I was talking to somebody. I forgot who it was. Somebody around here in Posnerland, talking about how there's not there's a lot of imports in Las Vegas. Like your father, your father was not born in Las Vegas. He came here. Most of the people that I meet come from other places. You were born here in Las Vegas. I mean, you're a product of the city of sin. That's very, very true. I'm a, a real local. Not many of us around here. But uh, everyone thinks Vegas is only casinos, you know? The thing is, you got the Strip, and then you got downtown Vegas, Fremont Street, where I, we went to both, yeah. right? We even stayed at a hotel. You gave us a strip. full-on tour. Like, this is why I'm yeah. bringing this up. Like, you know the history behind all the buildings here. Yeah, you knew well, you what know, renovations were going on, what started, what finished, what didn't. Yeah, no, 100%. And I was also a hospitality major at UNLV, so, you know, you learn all about, all about it. I mean, it's, it's we're in the hospitality, like, capital i mean it's great over here vegas is the happiest place on earth second is disneyland for sure vegas is number one i'm never leaving this place uh, you know definitely i love you know, I, I hate i love going to the hamptons all summer you know because it's 112 degrees 120 degrees out here and it's great but 
you also got to get the pool parties out here. So you, you, it's awesome. You got to go back and forth. You, you, you just, it's really hard to choose. Of course. I mean, yeah, you're, I mean really, you're living the life, It's really man. difficult. And then, but then, um, you know, I live, I live a weird life. I'm, yeah. I love it, So though. what are your plans, though, after school? What are your plans for the future now? Because I see Posnerland here is popping as we see. Crazy parties. You know all the promoters and all the different clubs in Vegas. What's next? The plan is always the bigger, better next move. So... I'm involved in concerts. I do. I do events. I, I, I'm a. I'm a partner in a record label, uh, on the run records. Um, I got my boy. Uh, he's actually with me tonight. His name is Felix Casanova. Check him up. Uh, check him out on all uh, all platforms. We tried to bring him on here. We tried to invite him on for a quick interview, ask him a few questions. But you mentioned he's like Mar- Marshawn Lynch. What do you mean by that? He doesn't like the media. Yeah, I mean he's a yeah. fantastic artist. You know the boy. I mean, I love it. I hang out with him all the time, you know, but he's very quiet, you know. He, he's obviously the perfect person. You do person. the talking he's, for him. He's the perfect person because he, does, he doesn't, doesn't ask you anything about your business, doesn't, doesn't tell you anything about his business, <laughs> and just whatever. Whatever the business is that you're doing, which in this case, I'm helping him with, you know, rap, whatever. Um, again, you know, again, I promote people. I help people. I'm, I'm a promoter for, for everything, you know, businesses, yeah. people, whatever. So anybody out there listening, if you're trying to do some business, you have a product to sell, you might need the help of a local celebrity here in Las Vegas. Mark Anthony Poster, where can they find you on IG? Well, first off, I'd like to thank you, Ryan, because I'm, I'm a little intoxicated right now, and I couldn't have worded it how you just worded it, so that's that's why you're you're the, the boss around here. Um, I wouldn't say that. We I, Lance is out of town. I mean, that's why. Yeah, but Ryan show, baby. The Ryan, Ryan, number one show. Come on. All right. Uh, IG, check me out. Uh, I got my real estate IG, Mark Anthony Posner. Sup? Pot. Mark Anthony Posner. Mark's with a K. Don't spell with a C. Pot, Which I messed up with. P-O-S-N-E-R. Mark Anthony Posner sells Vegas. Easy. My personal one, if you want to follow me. V-T-H-E, Mark Anthony, Mark with a K. And the number one. Twitter, I don't even remember what my Twitter is. But I tweet often. Oh, yeah. Mainly political tweets, but... I feel like you, we got to plug, we gotta plug that Twitter. We're going to stray away from the... the I mean, I, your show, if you want to talk politics, I'm all, all on board. But well, we all know. We heard earlier you're a Trump boy. We heard you... Actually, if you were watching Fox News, I think you made it to TV, right? You managed to get to the Trump rally, a uh, Trump rally sneak right behind him. Uh, yeah, uh, we were right up front. Uh, me... My boy, my boy Slick, my boy Lasso, uh, Jonah, and uh, Nico. Nico is somewhere around here too. He's in this house, but he's and he's like. I just find that camera ironic. Shot. After like three, it was a two or three days of nonstop partying. You guys make it to the Trump rally. What is it like at a Trump rally? You guys accept it? It's I, when I look at these videos, it seems like a lot of old white men. But you guys are just there lit, wasted. You, you have no idea. These Trump rallies, they. All right, so I went to the one when he was getting elected, right? When he was, before he was president, yeah. I was here uh, at the pavilion, and yeah, I mean it was just, wasn't that great. This one, these crowds are great. You got half the crowds with signs saying Latinos for Trump. You got probably a quarter of the crowd holding up signs saying Black Voices for Trump. You got everyone holding up Make America Great Again. These places are so, thousands of people. Do you think Trump to- is paying the Mexicans to show up there with those signs? No, I don't. I don't. And the thing is, the Mexicans that are here legally... See, I, this is a PC for FM radio? I don't know. Uh, those that are here legally don't want the ones to, to come here illegally. You know I mean? It doesn't make any sense. They're like, fuck 
the weed guy here. We're legal. Why the hell aren't you doing it? And people, they, CNN, you know, they suck. And they only talk about the bad parts. of like, you know, it's a bunch of freaking nonsense. What about the guy in the front, the guy that uh, is working the gate? You had a story about that that cracked me up. Gate. The guy got his uh, he got his green card that's working the gate. Oh yeah, my security guard in my neighborhood. Gotta tell that story. Oh my god, his name's Luis. Um, I actually got him from the Trump rally a sign that said Latinos are Trump. But boy, um, <laughs> I'm pulling in the gate one day, and he's like waving at him. He's like roll down your window, and I'm like yeah, what's up? He's like. Hey, I got my papers today. Build the wall. And pulls out his Trump hat. He's like, build that wall. Trump, Trump, Trump. I'm like, yeah. Freak, yeah. As he's working the gates to the mansions in Vegas. <laughs> no, I mean, it was the coolest cool thing I've ever seen in my entire life. He's like, yeah, I got my papers. Build the wall. Do it. Done. Up. Lock and sealed. You know what I mean? It's great. It's great. And you know what? There's, there's a lot more support for him than people know. You know? Everybody, well, and, especially and, where we're around, like everybody that I, I know pretty much wants Trump dead, says crazy, crazy things about the president. I don't know enough about politics. It does seem from the outside looking in that he does say a little too much sometimes. But maybe I, I guess we'll really find out. It seems that we don't know how a president does until after his presidency is over to see the side effects of what he, what he actually put into place. That's very true. You know, but here's the funny part. Here's the funny part. See, the, the diehard or the diehard anti-Trumps refuse to see anything good that he does. But that's not a problem anymore. You see, because the diehards, they look at the clowns on the Democratic debate stage and they're like, oh, freak. What are we going to do? We can't vote for any of those things. Oh, my God. They're not even... I mean, you see those guys? You ever, you ever, you see them? They're yelling at each other. They, don't even, they hate each other. Nothing, they all hate each other. They're, they're fighting for the same thing, but everyone's wrong. That's why. I can't believe that crap. Well, I guess we're going to find out very, very soon. Big T, what's your, I've never asked you take on take on politics. I'm not a political person. I uh, voted to get Bush out because uh, he was killing a lot of my friends. And at the time, I was heavily in debt and doing a lot of cocaine. And I was selling a lot of cocaine. And I couldn't have my friends come back dead and just take that kind of hit. So I tried <laughs> voting them out. But... Uh, <laughs> I, I ripped into some comics at an open mic, and I'm like, yo, listen, I'm not political. I really don't care. Like, I go, I, as long as he doesn't mess with my social security, <laughs> which I'm getting soon. And, uh, you know, but I had to rip into the crowd. I'm like, yo, as comedians, you guys rip Trump. Like, take the, the presidency and all that other away, stuff away. The guy is funny. He says funny stuff. You know what I mean? And as, as comics, how can't you put your feelings aside? I'm like, know what? This guy is actually funny. He says some wild but know what? That's what comedy is. Because he's in control of the country. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Mean, I, I, I it's funny. That, I take that. I take that. I, I don't yeah. let emotion get the best of me like the rest of the world. Yeah. And I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't agree with what he said. But yeah. like, when someone says something funny, it's like your grandma saying but, something outlandish or a homeless guy in the street. I don't care who it is. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah. Funny's funny. And I'm like, you comics, as comics, how can't you see through the political BS and, and be like, yo, that was actually funny what he said. You know what I mean? Or that sh that. At that, See, that was, I get you know? it. Well, the argument to that is when he was a reality star, then that's okay. You can look past. But when he's in control of the country, he said he might be a little taking it a little too far sometimes. And look, I'm not an anti-Trump guy by any means, and I'm not an anti-PC guy by any means. But what do you guys think the outside world thinks about us? And the well, outside world thinks about Trump. Well, I say every every single day that after the, after he's done being president, he should totally be a stand-up comedian 100 he's literally the funniest guy i mean Listen, he he he, he said stuff he said he said okay, you, 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 
and borderline whatever stuff. But that's that's some of the funniest jokes in the world. Yeah. And listen, if, and if you have guns to people's heads or inner circle group jo uh, jokes, those are the best freaking jokes. You know what I mean? Like those off-colored, hilarious, you shouldn't be saying this, but that's what comedy is. And you know what I mean? I know he's running the country. Maybe, but no, I... I what, what, I don't pay taxes. What do I care? <laughs> I'm trying to smoke weed and laugh. I mean, why would I Fair care enough. about it? What he's doing? Did you vote for Trump? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't vote for that bitch Hillary either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, screw them all. You know what I mean? Just keep taxing weed, open dispensaries, make yeah. me look better, you losers. Hey, for the record, <laughs> with your for regulations. For the record, Trump said he was going to be the president to federally legalize marijuana. Fact. Mm. Let's do it. Oh yeah, baby. He's on board for the weed, and that's why everyone loves him now. Well, well, let's sway your opinions, listeners out there. This is—I mean, there's never been a better time to go to Twitter. You can find Mark Anthony on there, or you could go to the Ryan Show FM. Oh my God! And leave if your you political commentary. Let's get that Twitter crack a lacking. Uh, and also, I think it's time that we go to just a little music. Very light on the music tonight, but we're going to go to our music break. Uh, we got some big things happening. We're at Posnerland commencing. There's people partying outside. We've got Ty Nitty here. What a crew outside. It's what wild. a strange dynamic of people partying outside. We have to go join them during this musical break. This is the Ryan Show Las Vegas special. And you should be following Mark Anthony. Let's get that plug in. The Mark Anthony P on Twitter. Folks, keep on a listen and we'll be back. Real hip-hop always spun by yours truly. Abing. Take the cake, but you can't get a crumb from Double Edit, authentic, superior, ultimate, and all that good I'm the original Asiatic, acrobatic, there you have it, like get dramatic Creating drama when I'm on the scene, and I pack a mini mean like Bruce Springsteen I will follow style, smile, and meanwhile, put on trial of rap, pile of exile Make it tumble and stumble, and a bubble just crumble, and I'm still calm and humble You need another helping hand to swing on, I stand alone, but still you gotta bring on Your Batman and Robin, Cagney and Lacey, Starsky and Hutch, but they still can't face me And if I may make this one thing here clear, that's for you not to come near, period I ain't bucking on delirious My swift tongue's like a sword That's how the bear it is And I can slice and dice A fish and price MC The thought he was nice in to minute rice Single-handed I ain't with that band stuff Cause he'll scratch the record Like flakes of dandruff And the mic I ravaged Not like the savage But in my own way of doing damage As I designed a genuine line Now who flat top rules in 89? Warm it up gang Warm it up gang Warm it up gang Tell me, but can't stop the bum rush. I make material rich and imperial. The unique technique I speak is all original. You like the sag and drag and gag. Same old, same old, but Papa's got a brand new bag. 
So put the mic down, boy, you can't work it. Do the whack lyrics about the short circuit. So toss the source, of course, to the boss. No remorse, you're lost with force. Of course, a holocaust. First I caught you, then put you to torture. You move wrong, my son, so I torture. Just like a guardian. I put your body in the mood, the groove with the smooth way that I'm partying. Competition made fine and spectacular. Scheme and fame to take a bite like Dracula. And waste the taste, cause ain't no sugar here. So come here if you dare, you booger bear. You start hallucinating like magic. The rap gets tragic and can't won't have it. Cause you tried to juice me when you're bluffing. Slowed the pace, so I had to start crushing. So pick a BC date, cause you're history. Here comes Kane's school, Scrap J and Mr. C. And this is one thing to us, we ain't noodle. The crew of fell on the crowd just like voodoo. I'm the man you can't hold back. And all competition appeared to be weak. I meant to say whack. A vision of blood. Just to think that I'm competing, I say, huh? Warm it up, Kane. Warm it up, Kane. journey a lift looking at your man on the gurney just laying stiff switching up lawyers attorneys be on the issue no truthfully it don't concern me who gonna get hit no as soon as you see that banana you gonna split can't be a boss till you handle some boss roses in your coffin the candles are all lit too late to turn back now we all in carry your own weight we all men if everybody play they part we all win whoever won it come get it i promise we brawl in to the death looking yo no Around. What? Before the time you spend your head around. Yeah. 
chain, 21 pound. Uh, I'm not a typical arrogant American known prescribed medicine. Now I'm sick as I ever been. Rolling out of the dealership in the McLaren. These rappers is Peter Pan, I'm Pan African. Space Invader blacking them. Mixing Alexander McQueen with Hater Ackerman. Real rapture in the form of a living man. I don't give a damn, not a mortal can test me. See, I don't get exams. I'm a high priest and a wild beast. Once warrior, now chief. The mouthpiece of the foul east. And I'm a rock'em soccer robot hop. I drop bombs, any flow I got. Come at you like Doc Combs, you should know why I'm not. For the run of the mill drill, I'm still trill. The flamethrower, the real deal. I don't go aside with the oddness, your highness. It's with a pantheon of the gods, as I promise. I know for being brutally honest. If lyricism is spiritual to you, then rewind this. I'ma kill him, but it ain't about to be with kindness. I believe the industry about to see a conquest. Changing of the mindset, money just a concept. Never been an object, even when my mother was living up in the project. Now my rating is higher than young Richard Pryor. Still speaking my mind just in a different dialect. It takes two to make anthropology, the student and the studied. That being the case, it is time for the study to examine the student and to evaluate its own. I said, I've seen it all and had it all, and I ain't mad at all. This rapper toss, grab a toss like a cannonball, staying up all night, throwing my sleep pattern off. I need a doctor on call to keep Adderall. Position of my commission is trilateral. You with me, you trippin' for trying that at all I mess around, make a call, get the gat involved I know people, it's a small world after all My credit card say it's all world at the mall My broad looking like she's Cinderella at the ball Reborn every January like a Capricorn From downtown, no Ryan Lewis and Macklemore It's yours truly, I'm Paul Mooney, I'm George Clooney I'm fully immersed in the craft, bringing awards to me The bass player said he gon' sue me I gave the finger to him, the Lord gave a round of applause to me My soul winning, I've been gold tenning Cold sentence, scroll pen it, then gone till it's no limit. The vision came to me so vivid. My observation wasn't money for the taking, I'ma go and get it. Y'all know my everyday lay no costume. I murk rappers and they can't play no possum. Another studio, but it's the same old outcome. I told my all vicious, baby, we got one. Listen. Accurate scholarship and free dedicated artists would reveal a singularly important thing. Racism was and is not only a mark of ignorance, yeah. it was and is a monumental fraud. And we are back partying with us live in Posnerland as well. Everybody that matters here in Las Vegas, folks, you're listening live to the Ryan Show FM, the Las Vegas special. And we've been here covering the post fight, the pre fight. There's just been so much going on. Parties. Classic and I are guests in studio right now. We've just been swarming lobbies, going up on celebrities like TMZ, forcing interviews out of them. This Mm. coverage is real. We learn from the best. And Definitely. it's also, you know, this this trip has been even more special because one of my dearest friends has joined us, Big T. What up? What up? And you've heard him all night in studio. Big T, have you done any comedy out here? Because these people are missing out here in Vegas. I uh, I had some things lined up, but uh, I'm a f- degenerate, and mm. I couldn't get out of the sports book. You know what I mean? I, I can't stop. <laughs> yeah. I extended the trip just because I want to keep gambling. You know what I mean? It just this is the sure. place. Yeah, I mean, look, you're. I wouldn't. I don't want to call you out on air and call you like an avid gambler but you have the gambling segment on your show right so it's well known that you like to gamble how does this hold up compared to jersey um it just saves me two hours of driving (laughs) (laughs) you go over over the goggles bridge or the outer bridge you put the bed in well i only got two thousand dollar limit on my phone so i have to go right to the sports book because i like to drop bombs and uh but i i like vegas because you sit right there i'm just 
Uh, I'm just firing bombs all day, but it's emotionally draining because it's high stakes gambling. It's super not, high stakes. And by the time you're done, like you can't even like it's hard to even think about even coming because you felt you you monetarily came because yeah. you can't you have so much money in your pocket. <laughs> so I'm trying to fill my my pockets <laughs> better as That's my nut sacks gets lower. Look, because not everybody is up right now. I've been with a just a crew like a, like a hangover s crew right now, and I don't think anybody is up right now. I think everybody's down except for you, Big T. So Bro, I'm at the Venetian. Freaking, I got a free gondola ride. <laughs> but it's the sports betting, right? That's where the real money's at, oh, the sports yeah. betting. Yeah. So it's like, why does anybody even waste their yeah. money on blackjack? I've wasted so much money in the last few days on blackjack. Yeah. Everyone around me, I'm watching Kraft Burger Chris just pump money into the slot machine over and over, sweating. Like, it's just crazy. Crazy. I, I don't get it either. I don't get it. You, put in a, you drop a bomb. Three hours later, you're either collecting or... You're cursing Trey Young out like he did to me the first night I got here. Dropped 50 points. Something you can't forecast for. That that freaking Roy Munson looking mf -er. And know what? If you don't get the reference, Google it. When, when, from the movie Kingpin. He's 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 freaking Roy Munson. That, I, listen, I got no hair. You know what I mean? My, my eyebrows are on fleek, but know what? I, 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 who am I to say anything about someone's hair? This freaking scumbag shows up and drops 50 on me and ruined a, an amazing parlay. I'd be, I'd be probably like six figures. Real talk. Insane. Are you how, so right now? What are you looking at? I don't. I don't want to give a number. Like I, give listen, a range, ballpark range. I, I, I recoup from that, and I draw. I hit two bombs, and I'm, I'm using. I'm using the hotel safe. I, I I've left the Bellagio because they wouldn't. I left the Bellagio because they wouldn't. I'm, I'm dropping ten thousand on parlays, and I'm hitting them, and I'm stacking the racks in the room, in the, in the room. Don't, and you're gonna let me walk out of here, and I'm gonna go to a non-MGM hotel, the Venetian. Shout out to the Venetian. Free <laughs> gondola ride. I can't wait. <laughs> well, Big T is not the only like, one that's excited and angry around here because, you know, last night there was a very big upset. We were all here for the Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder fight, Wilder Fury 2, and uh, in studio with us right now is Classic. I would call so. him Deontay Wilder's biggest fan. Although he's one of Deontay Wilder's dear friends, it seems that he's his biggest supporter. I mean, wow. Classic, wow. how are you feeling after witnessing what we saw last night in that ring? Well, uh, like I said, we all, me and the whole team and the whole squad, like definitely. Right now, it hurts, but at the end of the day, I know how my, my bro is. He's prolific, so at the end of the day, people wanted him to lose. But at the end of the day, he's going to rebound. There's a rematch clause. So what people don't understand with uh, Deontay Wilder, uh, we still high. Like I said, uh, everything is definitely going to be well because at the end of the day, he has that rematch clause. He's definitely going to win in a rematch. I already know. I promise you that and stuff. It's a lot of things and that was happening. And you spoke to him this morning, right? Yeah, I spoke to him. He's good. He's he good. He's doing good. He's doing great. Like I said, uh, he'll be back. So they're definitely going to put the rematch clause in. We'll probably be back in Vegas. Like I said, uh, he's already a legend. So like, even if he retired right now, he already has a big legacy. It's 42. Like I said, he has 42 wins and everything. I mean, every great boxer takes a loss, right? It's about yes, what you do yes. after. Except not, for, I not, guess, Floyd. No, but no, no, Every no. great heavyweight. Floyd is a welterweight. Yeah. So the welterweight is different. Yeah, exactly. As far as a heavyweight... Every heavyweight took a loss. So it really now is how he handles it, how he bounces back. Oh no, nah, my he my my friend like my my like Deontay Wilder, my bro is a warrior. So with him, he's gonna bounce back. He's like like he didn't really seem like himself uh, last night either. You know, he didn't really seem to be. I know he got hit in the back of the head, or, or yeah, that he got really hit, he got he got hit in the back of the head. 
Fury kept on grabbing him. Fury is playing dirty. But in my eyes, I think Fury's juicing. Because there's no Ooh. way. Now, is this coming no, from the camp, from the Deontay Wilder camp, or is this nah, just your personal opinion? Nah, personal opinion. If you watch boxing, Tyson Fury never had this type of power. Tyson Fury, his last match, look at his last match. They, his eye, he had 47 stitches in his eye against a, a not-ranked opponent. So, you like, he didn't knock the not-ranked uh, opponent out. So you're facing Deontay Wilder, and all of a sudden you get this type of power. His friend is Billy Joe Sanders, and he got caught drugging. So why wouldn't Tyson Fury get caught drugging? So I know it's we a big accusation. Yeah, because he doesn't uh, really look me, like he's on drugs. He's kind of out of shape. Me, to me, he doesn't really look like he's like nah, this roided you gotta, out. Uh, you got to look at it because you got to think of his last opponent. His last opponent. Damn near, he should have lost that match. He had 47 stitches. His whole eye was crazy, bleeding all over the face and everything. They would have stopped that match for anybody, but they let him do it. Like the same, the first fight, Deontay Wilder knocked him out, and he was out on the floor, and he was still his eyes like this rolling, and that's a, that's a KO. Yeah, I mean, they, they waited yeah, to start the count, too. They, they waited to start the, the count because now. at the end of the day, that's how it is, like the the boxing politics and stuff. Yeah, so do you think that there is any, any uh, anything behind this fight? Do you think it could have been... I heard that there was... Some, you know, you look at the comments on YouTube. You look at the comments on Bleacher Report, and the ones that weren't super impressed by Tyson Fury, some of them thought that there could have been, if you didn't watch the fight, maybe, they thought they could have been fixed. Do you think there's any way that these fights this big could still be fixed? Mm, uh nah to me i don't i don't think so like when i say it like i like i spoke to d earlier like it's uh nah i don't think it's fixed but at the um but but at the end of the day i just felt like tyson fury got a new camp he never had power like this he never was doing what he's doing right now and like i said once a person has he's juiced up you can take more punches and like I said too, he's. I think he's juiced up. For what no. it's worth, though, he's. He, sorry, to interrupt. Right, here, let's. What no, are you gonna say, Big No, well, classic. Um, <clears throat> there was that footage of you from college with the disparaging comments about the gypsies and saying that Tyson Fury eats donkey meat because he's a filthy gypsy. Do you still hate gypsies? <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, seriously. Not, I remember the video came out. Classic was in the camera, <laughs> drunk, <laughs> talking. About gypsies, oh, and man. I mean, I don't know. Nah, you know, you know, actually, he's donkey meat, you know, no, you know, so you hate gypsies, no, 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 hell no, you know, actually, out here, when I be in the MGM Grand Lobby and they all come up to me, they like one of the nicest people, they be drunk as hell, they they be like, it's only one Tyson favorite, and we be like, <laughs> bomb squad, but they actually nice, no though. fights in the arena, they, at all, they, huh? no, they're actually nice, they're just crazy for Tyson. Fury. I couldn't believe how many came over, but it really shows how important boxing is yeah. over in the United Kingdom. Came over yeah. from where? They're gypsies. Yeah. <laughs> like, where, where, Transylvania? Well, like, where are gypsies from? Well, they told one of my friends, they, they told my, shout out to my friend Rob, one of them told them they put a spell on him and I was like, what the f*** yeah, they put they, a spell they, on they him? They trade like rubies and like, stuff? Like, what the f*** <laughs> what, what type of sh they on? They putting spells on people. I didn't realize he was literally people. a gypsy. Just, yeah, they, I thought he was from Britain. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, I thought Ireland. so. I didn't know he was a gypsy, but you know, they probably be gold, that golden axe magic, like back on Genesis <laughs> and shit. And that shit go in the air and it flips. They on some shit like that. Yeah, I was like, some like, Legend of Zelda nah, crap over there. We battled them. In, 
<laughs> and y'all think this was something we battled them in Los Angeles. It was a movie. I, they they'd be like like 30 of them all in the lobby it's only one Tyson Fury I'll be one, it's me by myself bomb squad but they had to respect it they do respect it rocks versus Glocks so you're, <laughs> you're certain though that there's going to be a rematch you don't yes. think that it's no, going to be no, Anthony Joshua re- no, versus Tyson Fury nah Fury there's a rematch clause okay. he cannot and he's gonna go take past it. that yes of course that money's D's gonna be crazy for that he's gonna take it and he's gonna whoop his ass I guarantee you oh, you you know what like I said too when you're on top and remember Deontay Wilder has 11 title defenses he tied Muhammad Ali he tied Muhammad Ali on time. Do you know how hard that is to have the belt from 20, let's say 2015 all the way up to now? And like at the end of the day, they didn't want him records. You know, you got records and stuff. The same way where you watch basketball and LeBron is playing, they don't want him to pass Michael Jordan. It's that type of situation, man. Deontay Wilder in our generation nobody's doing the same thing he's doing in our generation we didn't he's our uh for the usa everybody's supposed to be behind usa they running around london and this shit is crazy like the united states lack of support cha- was just that's, yeah mind-blowing that's your, cha- that's your champion yeah. at the end of the day but and people, even now look at the people, media bashing mm-hmm. Deontay like they were on but, his side when you were seeing guys like even max Ke- didn't max kellerman even predict Deontay Wilder to win I don't yeah. know. I don't want to speak and say what he said, yeah. but a lot of the same guys that I saw were pro Deontay Wilder now are saying that he can't box mm. and that all he has is knockout power. He doesn't nah, have any of the he has a, he has down. he has an IQ like people don't understand to get those knockouts. He has the most knockouts in boxing history. So how like how can you say a person doesn't have no skills or whatever when he's knocking people out? His last because fight, he has the hardest punch. He maybe said ever no, no. Boxing. His last fight he set. Or tease up, and people didn't give him credit. He waited and he lined him. He waited his time. So at the end of the day, in boxing, name a boxer right now that has as much knockouts as Deontay Wilder. Can you do it? Can you do it? Name one person in your history right now. He, Mike Tyson, for his whole career, probably Deontay's probably one more knockout behind Mike Tyson. So when you come out to knockouts, that's what it is. It's like Deontay Wilder, he will be back. Like I said, that's my bro. I love him deaf. He will be back. I'm part of, like I said, we riding with him forever. And that's like the takeover when when uh, you're going to see, though, when the rematch clause is going to be back out here. We will be back in Las Vegas. Uh, but and but listen, it's all about the training also. Uh, last time, what's his name, was coming off of being 400 pounds, a drug addict. This is two years removed. Now he switched camps, fired his management team, got uh, Emmanuel Stewart's son, to, to learn to knock out because you can't have another draw. You're not going to go to distance with Wilder. No. You know what I mean? So that's why I think he was a little more aggressive. And I think the game plan and whoever was in Wilder's corner is a little bit at fault. A, for, uh, for calling the match too early and also not being prepared. Like, this guy switched it up. He's tr- he fired his longtime friend to get uh, Emmanuel Stewart's son, I forget his name, to switch it up to try to adapt to Wilder. And Wilder just went in with the same game plan. And 
Nah, Obviously, it wasn't. No, he didn't go in the same game plan. Cause I tell you right now, if he game, if he would have been attacking Tyson Fury from the get go, if you watched the last fight, he came in swinging, 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 swinging. He came in swinging. He was gonna be patient, wait for his time, and wait for his opening and stuff. Like I said, this time it's a lot of things that fare into that. People don't understand that suit he came in with. That's a heavy suit. That suit with the might like, have been a bad idea the, to wear yeah, that suit. The, <laughs> Do you think that's hot, what exhausted him when he was going into the ring? I mean, how many pounds of metal were on him when he walked uh, through that entrance? Lot. Forty pounds, I think they said. Forty, 40 pounds. Said forty pounds Something of like metal. That. Forty pounds of metal. So at the end of the day, Deontay Wilder, when it comes to the rematch, that's my bro. When it comes to the rematch, watch what happens. I'm telling you, and I'm telling y'all right now, when you watch the rematch, he's going to knock Tyson Fury out, and he's going to rebound. What he said to Deontay Wilder was like, we all could take a loss. It's not no cocky shit like Floyd Mayweather Jr. would be like, oh, can't nobody beat me. I can't take a loss. D already said that. That's what happens. That's a part of your life. It's how you rebound and you get better and everything. We all take losses. All of us been rejected at one time in our life. You want to do you a comedian? There's plenty of times. Be boo boo boo. You want to be a rapper? <laughs> boo boo boo. Oh, you a photographer? Oh, f your camera. My picture wasn't taken right. There's always rejections in life, but it's how you rebound and how you stay consistent. Cause consistency is the key in life. Ain't that the it's truth? It's blessings. Like I said, blessings on blessings. Like even when you look at the book called The Secret, and I, I looked at The Secret, and The Secret always tells you you gotta be thankful for every day you wake up and what you have. You cannot let the negative energy block you out because negative energy block you out. You know how much people was calling my phone yesterday talking about, oh, your boy, this and that. A lot of people talking smack to you on Facebook yeah, last week. Uh, oh, yeah, comments. New, there were New people York. leaving that picture uh -huh. of Deontay's face with his tongue oh, sticking out of his face. That yeah. was a crazy looking yeah, picture but, too. But, what was but, that? But, but guess what? Of course that's going to happen because yeah. you, because The haters going to hit. You're, no, no, because when you're on a higher level, it happens in life. You're on a high level. They watching it from TV. They wish they could be you, and they can't be you. They sitting there and they criticizing. When when you ever went to a fight, people are jealous ever. of you, classic, and that's when, why you uh, live these highlights. These yeah. highlights, and I, that's why we're as we're recording this radio show right now. We've got classic's camera team following him around, recording the documentary on his life. Yep. And it's real though. Like I said, my boy John right here is the realest. He called me up. He lives in Las Vegas Shouts and said, to "Let's Freak do this." Yeah, Freak Genius TV. He shouted, and and we're real about it. It's not no fake phony sh where it's like, oh, this and that. It, like people is gonna try to put you down no matter what. I started from high school. How the f do people steal my ramen book? And one of my teachers said he tried to spit my ROMs in front of the class and i was like oh my god he's really sitting there trying to embarrass me he said this is his rhymes right here and trying to read the rhymes in front of the class i took all that shit and i was like yo guess what i'm destined to make it in this world i used to do poetry and my poetry teacher tried to put me in poetry for def jam and she always said you was going to be great so in life you cannot let anybody deny you on your successful 
things you're doing and your blessings in life. That's it. I'm just keeping it real from the heart. That's your it. Blessings keep it 100, as they say, classic. Uh-huh. And, uh, and plug that social media. We got a lot of guests tonight. We got a lot going on. We're partying at Posner Land with the son of Lance Posner, my brother, Mark Anthony, who you've heard here tonight. He's going to be going on and off the mic. There's a lot of craziness going down. So uh, one more time, let's plug that IG, Twitter, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. My uh, Instagram is the real classic put a number four life you know facebook classic mgm grand smith and if you do want to hear my music or anything you could google me it's classic mgm grand smith all my pics pop up and you know what it's bomb squad for life i'm still gonna be the same individual i'm still gonna talk my shit to this mother i better see you on facebook tonight talking smack i want to yep. see a rant a uh, really long emotionally but, charged but, but, rant but, but 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 ryan when you go on a rant you giving these people the energy they want they want that energy when you go on that rant it makes them feel i don't mean a negative rant classic i mean a rant or you know what how about this why don't you just go back to screaming bomb squad at the top of your lungs bomb squad to this day you already you know, know what i'm still gonna be the same person ain't nothing changed and all that shit and you already know i spoke to my bro earlier and you already know he's the chosen one destined for greatness the bigger thing is undisputed and people don't understand there's no undisputed champion right now the belts are flying around but they gotta be one undisputed champion and that's deontay wilder is coming Let's see what happens. Folks, you're listening to The Ryan Show FM, and we have Classic from the Deontay Wilder camp. Las Vegas. Las Vegas in the building. Ryan Show. with us, but you can't forget New York. We got Big T in here. Big T's in here. Behind the scenes. Big T's in here all day, yo. This is the Las Vegas special of The Ryan Show The Las Vegas special. And we will be back. Back, sipping on yak. Yeah. 
Clip in the strap, dip it through hood. What a Compton, Long Beach, Inglewood. South Central, I put the west side. This California love, this California bug. Got a gang of pub. I'm on one, I might bell up in the Century Club. With my jeans on, and my things wrong. Get my drink on, and my smoke on. Then go home with something to poke on. Locus song for the two triple O. Coming real, it's the next episode. back live from Posnerland. This is the Ryan Show FM Las Vegas special. And boy, am I lit. It's been like three whole days of nonstop turn up. And I mean, it's Las Vegas, right? When in Rome, do as the Romans do. And when in Las Vegas, do as Mark Anthony does. So I'll continue to do that until I leave the area. Shouts to the Posners for uh, setting this whole thing up. Kraftburger Chris for funding this trip. I didn't think that we'd have some QB legends amongst us, though, in studio out on this Las Vegas trip. Look, I expected maybe a Deontay Wilder interview. I don't know why I thought that would actually happen. <laughs> um, but, man, and look, we do have QB legends on this show quite frequently in Tragedy Gaddafi, but tonight we have somebody we've never had on before. In fact, nobody from his facts, group. Facts, facts, facts. Nobody facts. from the infamous mob yet. This is exclusive as it gets. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for our, uh, our in-depth interview with the one and only Ty Nitty. Yo, 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 what's poppin', family, man? I'm just I'm just happy to be here, man. The most infamous Ty Nitty just touched down Vegas, you know what I mean? So, you know, we here, man. Look with the look how the world spin, huh? And now, that was gonna be my first question was because I know a lot of people have moved out to Vegas. There's yeah. a ton of like I guess you'd call them uh, imports, yeah. like New York dudes that move over and then just stay out here. I guess they come out here, they turn up, and they never leave. Right, right, right. So you're still in New York these days? Nah, yeah, I'm still in New York. I just got back from New York. We just did the uh, Radio City Hall. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did the, uh, the dedication to uh, Prodigy, Big Pun. That was old crazy that night. Crazy. I saw the footage of that. Yeah, Infamous Mall Perform, Havoc, uh, Remy Ma, Fat Joe, Wu-Tang, Mary J. Blige. It was crazy. Sold out, yeah. We're actually going to be doing, um, in August, we're going to be doing another show for L.A., Oh, in and, L.A.? Then it's supposed to be a Loud Records tour. Yeah, coming soon. Hell nice. yeah. So you're busy still, 2020. What yeah. else we got going on besides this? Is there anything? We got the Infamous Mob tour, too, coming soon. The Infamous Mob reunion, you know what I mean, with all of us, Big Noy, Alchemist, Havoc. We got to bring you guys out to the Hamptons. Infamous oh, yeah, Mob reunion out definitely. in the Hamptons this summer at Posnerland. We, we, we got to do that. We got to. thousand percent. But, man, you've had quite the story and quite the, uh, the career. But I want to start with Queensbridge. Yeah. Because I had heard all these stories about Queensbridge. But recently, I've been going there. I went there with Traj. I yeah. was like drinking Henny with like Ron Artest and Traj. <laughs> Shout and out to Ron Artest. That's my bro. Shout out to Ron Artest. Metal, Metal World Peace, I mean. I'm yeah, sorry, he yes, changed yes. his name. He yes, changed his name. Me. Metal World Peace. Or I think we're both Ron. Isn't, mm -hmm. it, isn't it Panda now or something? Is it, or did he, he change out, it he back? Out, he still got both names. Ba okay. Basically, people call them both names, though. So. Nice. That's kind of hard, though. Shout I out like to Ron that. Artest. That's a childhood Pan friend of mine. We used to play basketball together. You know what I'm saying? So did you used to whoop you break his ankles back in the day? Yeah, of course, of course. I was the truth, man. Like I was before rapping and basketball. I mean, and doing the music, I was doing the uh, basketball thing. Shout out to um, Stephon Marbury, Lamar Odom, Rayford Austin. Those are my childhood friends. Like, you know what I'm saying? What do you used to play? What position? 
Uh, point guard and shooting guard. Point guard, shooting yeah, guard. Yeah, I average like 30, 40 points a game. Are yeah. you serious? I know you didn't ask me, but I'm just telling you. No, no, you got it. You got it. You got to flex. You know, you know so, I was nice, though, for real, though. I was the did truth. you ever go play college ball? Yeah, I supposed went to Arizona State, but oh, um, wow. my brother had got killed, and, you know, a lot of people started getting killed growing up. I, was, I had a scholarship, but I just lost focus mentally. Like, so I just fell back. Like, you know what I mean? It was too much for me, so I just... I just pursued the music thing, you know what I mean? Were Have you doing it. any music before you had gone to uh, Arizona <clears throat> State? Uh, nah, I was just doing, like, I was around it, yeah. like, being around Havoc, because that's, like, Havoc, that was my, like, right-hand man growing up, before oh. the music, though, like, you know? Oh. But then once he met Prodigy and they formed Mob Deep, I was around, and it just, you know, it rubbed off on me, and then that's how we started infamous mall with twin gambino godfather part three like so well, that was what i was going to ask you was the group infamous mob started through mob deep essentially were you guys all just part of the same crew how did that come yeah, about yeah it started it started from mob deep because like once havoc and prodigy popped off they just you know how crews once somebody pop off they bring them you got to put everyone else yeah on. you got yeah. to we have said in the song once i get on i'm gonna put on all my peoples you know what i'm saying so that's exactly what they did you know we spent a lot of budgets spends a lot of dollars that we never ever would have saw in our lifetime if it wasn't for music so i'm grateful I'm what was it like blessed. growing up in queensbridge back during the golden era right you were a kid during the classic age during that whole movement over yeah. in queensbridge. what was it like being around that man to be honest it was like killer be killed man like because like you come out your apartment it's crackheads dope fiends like you know what i mean like everywhere you look is just you see crack bottles. That's when it was like crack bottles back then and dope needles, the pissy hallways. But that was that's where we had to live. Our parents didn't have it. So that was our, we made the best of it. You know what I mean? So. And you started a movement. I mean, who was the last great rapper from Queensbridge? The last rapper that came out of Queensbridge? Yeah, that's like really popped off. Um, The last rapper. Yeah, I'm like uh, trying to think. Because like, um, when all that struggle was happening was when all that great creation What's happening too? You know, all that yeah, crazy. I don't know who the last. There's so many rappers out there. Yeah. I don't even know who the last. It's just so many came from there. It's just, it's like a melting pot of rappers, but everybody don't get along. So if we all got along, it'd be really crazy. That's why people don't see Queensbridge tours and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I always wanted. So it's like we like, we like in the. F excuse my language. Um, oh, it's all right. Hey, we I've got a drink editor, right? They gave me some juice before yeah. the interview. I don't know why <laughs> they do that. You know what I mean? But. Um, yeah, just growing up out there, it's like, I can't even explain it, bro. It's really, I'm, I'm blessed to be here, man. Like, I got shot two times, like, you know what I mean? My brother got killed. He got shot nine times out there. My cousin died out there. So it's, it's, it's horrible, to be honest. To grow up, like, to grow up there, yeah. you got to be smart. If not, you're going to die. And how is you it got, now? You, I mean, You got to move, though. You got to get out the hood, you know what I'm saying? And did you, are, have you gone back recently and... Yeah, I, I went back like uh, recently though, but my mother don't live out there no more. So my mother, I just my mother just died July 30th. Sorry to hear that. Wow. Yeah, God bless mother love. You know what I'm saying? So like you know that shit still messed me up too. So but you know um, before that I used to always go check on her. You know what I mean? But yeah. other than that, it's no need for really me to go out there because it's just like cops everywhere. They harass you. It's just it's bad out there. Even know? now, even now, it was just yeah, pretty frightening. As a you know, a little white guy from the Hamptons going through there, but I was I was under like heavy protection. I'm walking through there with Trash Gaddafi, and there yeah. are, there are all these I imagine drug dealers or whatever right, right, they do right. walking up, and and I'm with Tragedy Gaddafi, his daughter 
Ron Artest and Lakey the Kid. Mm. And we're walking through. It was it was during <clears throat> Ron Artest's documentary that he did. Mm. And people are just handing Tragedy's daughter $100 bills. They're just coming up and blessing her wow. with one. Which just shows the respect that you guys have from the right. movements that you started right, right, all those right. years ago. I mean, at the end of the day, like, what we put in, the work we put in, there's so many people that's not here. Like, it's like, like, people don't understand what it took to really get here. People just think, you know, they see the Instagram and the pictures. They don't know behind the scenes. Like, <clears throat> it been crazy. A lot of bodies drop. Like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. why we. That's why they say on the strong survive. Like, we really, we really live like that because we we didn't know the next day we was gonna live or die. That's how every day was like that. So imagine you 16, 17, growing up every day. You don't know if you're gonna die the next day. Everybody's dying around you. So my whole thing is for us to get out of there. You know what I mean? And it's crazy. This is America. Like, yeah. people during the same era growing up in these, like, suburban areas, like, an hour away, not even 15 minutes away, that's what always gets me about how mm -hmm. close it is to, not going to say the opposite, but, you know, you're not going to find that 20 yeah. minutes away on a, on a safer block. Right. So. For me, I, I want to live. I want to live in peace because I got so many people that's in the grave, man. Like, I know my calling. You know what I mean? I'm a father, too. You know what I'm saying? My daughter mother passed away a couple of years ago, so I was a single father, so I know... I know the spotlight, the tour in the world. I've been, I did everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was a single parent. A lot of, a lot of dudes I know that claim they're gangster or whatever the case may be, they can never raise a child. I ain't saying a lot of people, but a lot of people can't do that. I'm learning and right now. And for me, now. I didn't even know I could do it until I had to face. Yo, I, I had no idea. I just, I knocked up my lovely lady, knocked up my beautiful baby mama about, I don't know, I guess like a year ago now. So my, <laughs> my kid's five months old. And it really does bring out a new side of you, having that yeah, responsibility where you're sort of forced to take care of somebody and do the right thing. But it's your child, though. It's your so child. You got to do what you, you got to do regardless, yep. like, you know what I'm saying? But it's definitely, it's not, it wasn't easy, but it, I wouldn't take it back for nothing because it made me who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Shout out to my daughter, Asia, my son, Ty Fetty. You know what I'm saying? He doing music now. Me and him got a lot of music together, father and son project. I always like a good father yeah. and son project. Yo, he's fire. He's from Harlem, but he's crazy. He's in the streets, wowing. I'm oh, trying no. to, I'm trying to like calm him down. It's hard yeah. because I was there too. Yeah. So it's like, yo, chill out, sit down. He's like, nigga, look, look what you was doing your whole <laughs> life. Like, well, you want me to chill out? I'm little you, like, you know what I mean? But. I try, I try to give him game because I've been there. I don't want him to go yeah. through the same things, but they gotta go through, they gotta go through it before they, before they, you know what I mean? But really you left actually though, see too. it. Like, you like, did it. You did it. You made something yourself and you left. So you know, hey, the apple doesn't fall far. He's just got to have his trials and tribulations too. That's I it, wonder right. about my son. I'm sure he's gonna be just a young degenerate himself. Not young. How old is your son? Old five months old. Oh, five. Oh, he got a long. He's way. got a long way. It's perfect right now. It's saying it. It rolls around. Right, right. Yo, so. Another thing, you were, the, the first track you did with Mob Deep, it was their second album, right? The first one you were featured on with them? Yeah, no, the first one I did was Animal Instinct. On was it Animal Instinct? Yeah, on Hell on Earth album. Oh, it yeah. was on Hell, okay. Yeah. So, were you in the studio with those guys recording all that? Was that like a whole, I just wonder what it was like back then. I was in the studio. around all that. Every day I was in the studio yeah. with them. Not even besides the Animal Instinct song, we was in the studio literally every day all our life. Like, I never had a regular nine-to-five job, like, ever. Like, I just been in the studio. I love that. My I whole hate life. jobs. It's, I'm grateful, though, to, yeah. be, to be able to still, to this day, we still got more crazy music that nobody never heard that's about to drop. It's like, it's like a rebirth. But I just wish my boy Prodigy was here because, you know, me and him went through a lot of stuff 
before he passed away with his book and stuff and all that stuff. So, but did, I seen them and we we spoke. And so you guys that's my did brother. get to resolve. Yeah, all yeah, that's my brother, nice. man. I love him, man. We've been through a lot of yeah. stuff together. Like that's it's way bigger than the internet and stuff. But it was just I wish we would have had. It's like, you know what I mean? Because I'm on a whole nother level with the music now. It's, oh, it's, it's like, it just hurts to hear. I, I'm sorry to hear that, you know, because you, yeah. you see Kobe and Shaq now. It's just, and to anyone out there, if you've done something and you've created history with somebody right. and done all these things, like, just, you got to get past it, right? And it's hard, though, because you can't control it because we humans, though. Yeah. You know, everybody deal with, you know, we, we nobody's perfect, bro. Like, yeah, of course. But when you see it, when life, they gone, you can't really like, damn, we can't do no more music. We can't sit down no more. I told you like, damn, it's Any crazy, unreleased bro. tracks or anything we might get in 2020? Oh, yeah, definitely. We got we got some stuff going on, like, you know what I mean? Nice. There's definitely a new Mob Deep album coming, too, like, you know what I mean? Ooh, yeah. getting ready with those tours. Definitely tours is coming. This summer's going to yeah. be crazy. Nice. The, stri- the strip club over there, still sk- uh, Cityscapes? Oh, yeah, in Queens? It's, yeah, that's still yeah, the name? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. So, yeah, that's the test of time, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great business owners. Oh man, always run that joint. Cityscape is the best strip club right there across the street from QB. Yeah, <laughs> definitely is... Cityscape. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that's where Clee Anthony Early, the Knicks player, got they shot him <laughs> in his kneecaps <laughs> after a that's game. Right, <laughs> he wouldn't oh, give no. it up. <laughs> that's messed up. It's like breaking a prostitute's jaws. He needs his knees. He's a basketball player. You shoot his kneecap. Oh, man. Like, give it up, bro. Kneecaps. <laughs> Crazy. So, Ty, besides music, what else do we got going on? Because you said you've never worked a nine-to-five. No, no. And obviously, look, we're entrepreneurs. All of us here don't have jobs, right? Does anyone here have a job? Am I the only? Nope, none of us have jobs. So <laughs> we all do whatever we got to do. Like, what other business endeavors do we got going on? <clears throat> I got the store, um, Love and Loyalty store. It's online. And um, me and my partner, Vinny Dunn, we started that like two years ago. So I wanted to do something different besides the, you know, music, because music is one avenue, but there's so many other avenues. So we, we we started that, and I always love to see other people wear my clothing. Like I see Sean John, G-Unit High 50, and Diddy did it. So I just wanted to keep, you know, just do the, but the, the, keep the same tradition, but my my Are home, you, like, actually designing all these clothes, too? Yeah, now my boy Vinny does it. Nice, okay. Yeah, my boy Vinny done. He out there in Long Island, you know what I'm saying? But Okay, yo, shouts to Long Island. Yeah. Shouts to Eric Sermon, our producer. Yeah, yeah, Eric Sermon, that's my boy, man. Whoa. Uh, he's I'll one of the great creators of our time. But definitely got to do up. some work, more work with Eric Sherman. He, well, did, he did something on Reality Rap, our old album. One of the own, our second album we did, though. I want nice. to do, do some more stuff with Eric Sherman. You know what we got to do is we got to bring you out to the studios one day. When we're back in New York, we'll bring you yeah. out there. That's where we record the show sometimes. Sometimes it's Death Squad oh, Studios. Yeah, yeah, he produces it. That's yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, so yeah. we're out there all the wow. time. So we'll bring you out there. And uh, yeah, look, it's 2020. We just got to keep creating. Right That's a small world. I know, yo, we got mad connections. I'm surprised small we hadn't world. run into each other until tonight. But hey, it's what Las Vegas is for, right? The city of sin. We're going to have a good time. Wait, were you you from out here or New York? I'm from New York. I do oh, the show. I do radio at Mr. Cheeks. Oh, New York is in the building. That's right. New York shout, in the house. Shout out to the Lost Boys. Definitely. LB fan, baby. LB fan. And I can't forget Hampton's Dave, the socialite, the New York City socialite. You may yeah. see him running around with, uh, you probably met Hampton's Dave, honestly. This dude's out everywhere. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's out. He's, he I knows everybody. Did. But, uh, but, yo. Definitely great meeting you having you on. First, let's plug the uh, the social media handles because that's what the kids are on these days. I'm sure they're yeah. on their cars driving around on their cell phones. So what's the IG for them to follow? My IG is uh, Tynitty QB. You know what I'm saying? And my Twitter is Tynitty M-O-B-B. And I really don't be on there. I was going to say, do you really tweet? Does anybody nah, really I really tweet? don't be on there. My manager be on me. He be Vinny. Be like, Yo, you got to be, you got to tweet more. I'm like, I don't like Twitter. 
He like, no, you have to tweet more. I don't like it. It's I'll the be worst. On, I'll be on Instagram like this. Yeah, Instagram's the best, honestly, right? It's like and everything's I, I don't want to even be on Facebook no more like that. No. You know what I mean? So no. I just really be on Instagram and um, my boy Twin trying to get me on a Snapchat thing. But I that, feel like um, that's almost outdated too, right? Snapchat? Is anybody still TikTok? Snapchat? Not Snapchat. What's TikTok. that? TikTok. The Insta story? TikTok. The Insta story. Oh, Insta story. Yeah, that's I still really don't know how to do that. I don't know. I, mean, I like to do what I like to do and I just keep it moving. Yeah, of course. I, you so you don't saying? have somebody else handle your social media yeah, and I that do stuff? It, and me and my boy, my manager handle it, Vinny, but okay. I, I, be, I be hands-on with it too though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I miss the Instagram. You can tell I'm who's hands-on with it. Like, you know like Floyd doesn't run his, but then you see Mr. Cheeks, he definitely runs his because every word is spelled wrong. It's all uppercase. Cheeks is like wasted, like driving around, like taking videos and stuff. Like, oh, Jesus. Mr. Cheeks, do, do his? Yeah, he does. Uh -huh. In fact, in fact, he doesn't even have his verified page. To the fans out there listening, once again, Mr. Cheeks Lost Boys is not our brother, Mr. Cheeks. Queens, you gotta Queens. The real Mr. Cheeks at the real Mr. Cheeks one three two, and it's not spelt right either. Once again, proving that Mr. Cheeks. Is really <laughs> I love Mr. Cheeks. Easily the most entertaining IG out there. So go follow him. Uh, but yo, Ty, definitely good to have you. Thanks for pulling up. To, the, to Posner. And also, what do you think about this this insane mansion that we're in right now? Did you expect to pull up the Posner land on your trip out here? Nah, never in a million years, bro. Whoa, I just feel grateful to be here just amongst good peoples. You know what I mean? Just enjoying the energy because there's so much... There's so much negativity out there. It's good to be around positive people, man, because like... You know, that thing with Pop Smoke, it's crazy to see him. Rest He's in only peace. 20 crazy, years man. old. Rest in peace, man. 20 years old. I seen them... I seen them growing. I've been watching them. I didn't really like his music when he when I first started because his voice it was different. But yeah. then I like his energy. I started I started liking them. I'm like, too, damn, man. dude is dope. Me too. I but don't you know how listen some people stuff. you gotta when they knew you gotta like do I like yeah. him? I don't know. And yeah. then I started looking. I'm like, oh, he's dope in his own way. He's dope. It's hard, man. That stuff was is it was his own sound. And for him to be right, his you know, own like, sound. You don't hear that, especially the kids these But for days, him like, to just come and just boom. He's gone. It's just like, and same thing with Nipsey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A, that Victory Lap album was crazy. I, I, I listen to that shit every day, bro. Yeah. Like, and he was on his way. I wish I did that song with him because my boy Twin met him years ago with Alchemist. Mm. And he he messed with the Infamous too. So I was like, damn. Oh, man. We would have had the Infamous mob, Nipsey Hustle song. That would have been crazy, been bro. Crazy. But God bless him. Shanks Drugs. Uh, Biggie, Tupac. It's not just Pop Smoke. There's a million rappers that, that get killed. So as like, soon as you get in position, people want to kill you. You be successful, but if you're broke, nobody cares about you. The minute you get some money, it's like you're you're a target. But it's also the Instagram thing. He was flexing on Instagram. Yep, boy exactly. had the stack, and then they showed the address where he's staying at the yeah, airport. But no, you have to get out there because you got to show your fans. You know what exactly, I mean? Yeah. It's right. a double-edged sword. And there are people desperate. Very desperate for money that would do anything for money. And very somebody, different. Yeah. Very, very desperate. And it's, and it's a different life than they're living. So, as soon as that happened, I called my son like, yo, you got to move different. You got to be careful. It's, you know, because I heard he had like house parties. You know, you still want to be, you still want to enjoy life, but it's so it's so dangerous out here. It's like, yeah. you got to really be careful because one, one false move, it could be over. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Especially for us, like coming up, we come up from where we came from. A lot of my, my peers is dead. I'm talking about like hundreds of friends that I will never see again. I mean, I could imagine. Only I honestly, see them through like, pictures, and I'd be like, "Damn, he's dead. He's dead, bro." I'd be like the only one in the picture. I'm like, it's scary because like 
you want to think or you, how you are you next but you can't think like that you got to live your life Yo, but it's a wild but it's like, like I everybody's really, gone bro like or in jail i look at cheeks's photos and he's always posting up pictures of all these people from the past and so many are dead and look we don't at least me i'm a little white guy from the hamptons man right. i don't like watch my friends get killed unless it's like fentanyl or something weird you know what i mean <laughs> so like yeah just it's i couldn't imagine so yeah everybody be safe and love is really what it comes down to right just be nice Love and loyalty. Love and loyalty, that, that, man. That's, that's the name of my label. Love and loyalty. Because a lot of people don't have that. See that? It comes full circle. It's, it's not about money. It's not about jewelry, fame. It's about if you have love and loyalty for your friends, your family, that's priceless, bro. Like, that goes a long way. You yep. know what I mean? And a lot of people don't have that. That's why you see a lot of people killing each other because yeah. it's over money, greed. greed. To me, money is just paper. They, they print that. The government print that. Yeah. And it's unlimited money, but yet we kill each other every day for that. Smarten up. Find a nicer way to make it, everybody. Hopefully, it. They, hopefully they listen to Todd Nitty's message. Todd Nitty's message today is make your own money, and they print it. Don't hurt people for money, and just make your own and live your life. Go on a farm somewhere and... And make have sex with fat girls. I don't know. Get I love that. Hey, That's hey, what I'm hey. talking about. Do something positive. Print your own currency <laughs> and burn fat chicks. You know what I mean? Do you something heard it positive, here. man. But then they gonna be looking at pictures like, damn, man, I used to f her. She died of diabetes. She got she choked on a, a piece of popcorn. That other one in the back. <laughs> All right, oh, cholesterol back on it. Oh, Big Stacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Take a beating from the back, Big Stacy. But a little popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> All right, peace, Stacy. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Ty, thank you for pulling up. Let's plug the social media handles one more time because I know we got a lot of partying to do here. Yeah, possibly. definitely, man. My Instagram is TyNittyQB. Uh, my Twitter is TyNittyMOBB. You know what I mean? Follow me. You know what I mean? Don't stalk me. You know what I mean? Producers, send them beats. ToddNittyInfamous at gmail.com. Holler at us. If y'all got beats, if y'all want to get on that new Infamous Mob album, holler, man. We still we still listening to beats. Only if they fire. If they not fire, we can't listen to it. Don't even send them. All don't, the time, don't even I can't send tell you it. how many people every day just don't send me Don't send trash it, my music. G. Don't send it. We ain't going to even listen to it. I promise you. <laughs> Good Look, luck out there, artists. Keep on trying. I definitely want to say thank y'all for having me, bro. Yo, Word, yo man. thanks I appreciate for pulling it, up. Last definitely. minute like this. It was great to have I you. I know. Yo, Genius been trying to get me for a minute, but I've been running around Earth, so it takes time to get to me sometimes, yeah. you know? So, you know yeah, how it is. Yeah, running around, man. Right, running around. This is good. Now we here, but the, you know how the Earth spins sometimes. When where, where we at now is we, we meant to be here because that's the most high put us here. So, you know, timing is everything. And now we here. He got Todd Nitty. You know, I had a, had a beautiful time. Life is good. I'm in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? And stay tuned, man. Shout out to Havoc, Big Noy. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. My brother, Prodigy, my moms, Killer Black, everybody, my whole team, man. So this, this year going to be a lot of great things happening, man. Trust me. Stay tuned. Like, you know what I mean? For real. That's it. Big things 2020. Yeah. Big T. This is the Ryan Show FM, and we will be back. In fact, we're going to play some Infamous Mob right now. Yo, let's get it, bro. Let's get it. For real. Let's go. Real hip-hop always on the Ryan Show FM, and we will be back with some more. A big... Like the wedgie says, who sends me the miracle? 
saying Biggie on the street, it's a miracle Left the drugs alone, took the thugs along with me Just for n***s acting shifty Sticks and stones, red bones, but the gonna kill you quick uh, Especially when I'm off the Smoking fuck by the boxes Packing n***s, it's natural to eat your n***s like chocolates I'm not baby Things must come to an end. Yes, even this radio broadcast. But remember, folks, what happens in Vegas gets broadcast all over the place. So be careful. I want to thank everybody for joining us during our Las Vegas special. We got some fun coverage of the fight. We had a great time at MGM and got some great coverage. Got to hang out in the media room, all that jazz. Want to give a huge thank you to Beyond Equity for helping us make all of this happen. 
A big shout out to Koopa the Savage who was manning the cameras, helping us get some great video content while we were out there. And last but not least, Room Service Radio for helping us get into that Paul Wall show. To all of the fans, friends, and people that might just be tuning in for the first time, thank you. And we will be back next week in New York City where you're used to hearing us. Be sure to follow us online at The Ryan Show, at The Ryan Show FM, and follow us on Instagram. It's not too hard. Folks, we'll see you next week. A bada bing.